Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Left-wing networks are lying to you about Silicon Valley Bank. They're, they're, they're lying to you. No, 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 this is not a woke bank. Not only is it a woke bank, it was beyond poorly managed. And who was managing this bank? A bunch of Democrat donors with no banking experience. That's right. They did not diversify the portfolio of the bank. They went all in on 1,500 green startups and 10-year treasuries and went nine months without a risk officer. But they did hold Lesbian Awareness Day, and that's all that matters. You got to have Lesbian Awareness Day right after Transgender Awareness Day, right after Non-Binary Awareness Day. That's more important than anything else. Should we hire a risk officer or another diversity and inclusion officer? <laughs> Duh, another inclusion and diversity officer. I mean, who's, who's going to manage the non-binary party? Wyantic 695-PATRIOT-957-2874. Here's a quote from the New York Times. Silicon Valley Bank was in many ways a climate bank, said Kieran Bajajru, if I'm saying that right, chief executive of Arcadia, the largest community solar manager in the, com in the country. When you have the majority of the market banking through one institution, there's going to be a lot of collateral damage. Community solar projects appear to be especially hard hit. Silicon Valley Bank said that it led or participated in 62% of financing deals for community solar projects who are smaller scale solar projects that often serve lower income residential areas. Well, my God, I mean, when you're just trying to bring green energy to low income communities, that's all that matters. Are they communities of color? The devastation comes at a critical moment for a nascent industry that is central to the effort to cut the greenhouse gases, dangerously heating the planet. The federal government depends on climate tech companies to develop the innovations needed and has promised billions in tax breaks to help them grow and mature. No, see, I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. Come close to the radio. I'm, I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. These Democrat donors were stupid and lazy. Okay, that's who they are. I, I have a laundry list. One guy on the board of directors, one guy, um, Tom King, came over from Barclays, had actual experience. The rest of them were freaks and weirdos. Or better known as Elizabeth Warren's friends. Here's exactly what happened. They were stupid and they were lazy. But you know what they were told? They were told for their big donations to Chuck Schumer and Mark Warner and according to one of the members of the board, they went 97% in for Hillary Clinton. They were told that what Democrats were going to do, and I pointed this out yesterday, but it goes deeper. They were going to use the banking and regulatory system to destroy the industries of red state America. Okay, and you see it across the board. They don't want you eating beef. They want you eating bugs. They want you to become a vegan. They're going to destroy the oil industry. Now, this Willow Project in Alaska, at best, is six years down the road. Joe Biden can cancel that project at any time, whether as in his first term or in his second term, if he gets his second term. If he gets his second term, you can guarantee he cancels the project. But what these people were told is, don't worry, you're stupid and lazy. But what we're going to do is we're going to starve 
we're going to starve oil, coal, and natural gas. And the big money's going to be in so-called green energy. These 1,500 startups were given enormous tax breaks in the Inflation Reduction Act. They're all listed on the IRS website. You can go check them out for yourself. The investors, the woke investors, they might claim they hate capitalism. Hating capitalism and hating wealth are two different things. Socialists don't hate wealth. They love wealth, as long as they're the only ones that have it. I mean, this class of people doesn't hate wealth. They like their own wealth. They just don't like your wealth. They like wealth that comes with their approval, right? So if you make $30 million for starring in a movie, you're not a greedy SOB, right? But if you're running, you know, an oil project, well, then you're a bastard. That's what you are because they don't like you. It's got to come with their approval. But this is a class of people that are being created by the Democrat left. So you've got this bike riding idiot weirdo who was the CEO. You got a bunch of, uh, uh, you know, no experience Democrat donors, you know, running the show here like this. So uh, let's let's go through some of it. Kate Mitchell. Kate Mitchell had served on the Silicon Valley uh, Bank board since 2010. During that time, she donated a whopping $50,000 to Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential run and cried <clears throat> when Trump won the presidency. <clears throat> this is from the Daily Mail. She told the C at CNBC at the time she went to a Shinto shrine on a trip to Kyoto that Thanksgiving to pray. I prayed for me and us to get beyond our grieving and shock and to figure out how to engage and listen to what happened and come back together. She had early celebrated how 97% of the tech industry's donations were going to the Clinton campaign, suggesting she would be friendlier to their business. 97% <clears throat> support of Clinton is mind-blowing and really suggests that we're pounding the table. No experience in banking, but 50 grand in donations to, you know, to Hillary Clinton. The next one is Elizabeth Busy, nickname Burr, 61. And it says here in the Daily Mail, she credits her success with being in, in an improv troupe. She told Authority Magazine in a sit-down interview in February 2021, I've learned a lot from doing improv, and it's influenced how I think about leadership. Burr also detailed in that interview how she saw her role as a director as being a, about a company's ability to diversify. Quote, we all need to start with being conscious, recognizing that if we aren't solving the problem, we're part of it. And that there is, in fact, a problem, a big one. People of color in this country face a far more difficult journey to achieve their dreams than I do. And the barriers they have to deal with are systemic and often unconscious, she said. We've just had four years of a president who unleashed a tide of racism and white supremacy. So you have a bank that went nine months without a risk officer. You have a bunch of hippity-dippity morons with no experience controlling the bank. I mean, you had the one poor guy. I can only imagine what his life was like. They went all in on 10-year treasuries and a bunch of garbage startups. Now, what, what regulation would have stopped this? And let's pretend, let's, we're supposed to pretend there are no regulations. Like there isn't a San Francisco Federal Reserve Bank. There are regulators. It just seems like this was bad, bad, bad. But they were able to be stupid and lazy because they were told by Democrats. They were told by Democrats. We're going to starve the oil industry and you're going to profit. All these people were given their money. 
It's all listed right here. Chuck Schumer, Mark Warner, Hillary Clinton. Everyone involved is a Democrat. And one of their most notable, notable uh, 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 account holders is none other than Governor Gavin Newsom, who now thinks the bank ought to get a bailout. Sorry, we're not bailing out your wine business, buddy. Sorry. But this wasn't regulation. This was stupid and lazy. It was failure. And their stupid and lazy failures could threaten the whole banking system. Maybe we don't need more regulations. We need fewer Democrats. Just saying. Fewer stupid and lazy Democrats. They were really convinced. This is why they were stupid and lazy. They were told that if they just went in $5 billion strong on green energy startups, that those startups wouldn't have to compete with so-called fossil fuels anymore. And instead of diversifying the portfolio of the bank, they went all in on treasuries. And as the interest rates went up, you know the story. By the way, this is all caused by government. This is, this is government on, from, from every angle. The people that want to regulate the banks are the reason why we have 6% inflation. I mean, do you not see? The reason why we have this failure is because the same people who think we need more regulation and oversight are the same people why we have inflation. Now, I want you to listen. He's not my congressman. He's not my congressman. But Representative Josh Gottheimer does come from the financial sector. He's the neighboring district to me in New Jersey. And he'll tell you the same thing I just told you. They had a bad mix of investments. Cut four. Conducting a review of Silicon Valley Bank's oversight to see, you know, if, who, and how was asleep at the switch on this one. But what do you want your committee to do in light, in light of this, in light of the bank's collapse? Well, same questions, right? To really understand how this happened. Are there more steps that should be taken? You know, I believe in the case here, the Silicon Valley Bank had the wrong, it seems to me, had the wrong set list, right? I mean, they just had the wrong investments, the wrong assets. They had all these long-term treasuries, uh, which, as you saw, as interest rates go up, that means the value of those go down. And suddenly, when there was a massive run, and this is what it was, a run on a bank, everyone showing up at the same time saying, I want my money back, um, they, they just didn't have enough cash. And so I, this wasn't, it seems to be not a question of, do they have enough assets in their balance sheet, it was just the wrong mix. And but how did that happen, right? The Fed actually has oversight here, had oversight. Like, did, did were they asking all the right questions? Were they keeping an eye out for this? I'm worried about that for all of our regulators for banks across the country. Are we making sure that, we've, that these banks are secure and sound? Uh, and I think that's what we need to know and get to the bottom of. Isn't that what I just said? Isn't that exactly what I just said? Here's a left-wing Democrat from New Jersey saying exactly what I just said. And if you didn't know this, He's one of the 33 Democrats in the House that voted to roll back these regulations for the very reason I said yesterday, to benefit community banks so they could be more competitive in mortgage lending. Cut five. You heard, uh, I, I don't know if you were plugged in yet, but Mark Zandi and I, were, I was just asking him to weigh in on what he views as the role that the rollback of regulation could have played in this crisis. And he says, you know, it may not have been the direct exact cause of it, it wouldn't have hurt to have those regs still in the book. So even if it was not the driving reason behind the bank's collapse, do you think now that voting for that bill in 2018 was a mistake? No, because in that in, in that bill, a couple of things. One, in that bill, it allowed the Fed, if you have more than $100 billion of assets, to actually do an annual stress test. For some reason, the Fed didn't do that. They were doing it every other year. So I want to understand why. And the second thing is, 
part of the importance of that legislation was ensuring that community banks could be strong. So when, we, when Dodd-Frank was passed, it literally had all the same requirements for the biggest banks, the chases of the world, and also your community banks. So what was happening is all the community banks were going out, they were consolidating and selling to the big banks, and it was going to the opposite effect of what we were trying to create, which was getting away from a few banks that were too big to fail. Uh-huh. So, in other words, everything I just said was repeated by a left-wing Democrat with experience in the financial sector. Bad mix of investments. No, nobody, you know, watching the store for risk, and a failure of the regulators to actually regulate these things. It it's government. Government and Democrats are the problem here. But Republicans, Republicans should be more vocal that what was happening here was these banks were seeking to profit from the Democrat agenda of starving the traditional energy sector. And energy is a place to make money. Let's not kid ourselves, right? Energy is a place to need to make money because everybody needs energy. These banks were told that they would profit from Democrat legislation and the Democrat agenda. Biden shutting down pipelines. Biden rescinding land leases. These people were told they could profit with less competition, and it failed. Don't blame Trump. Don't blame Republicans. Don't blame capitalism. Blame stupid and lazy Democrats. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilcom Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, Channel 125.